peeps, it's me again. It's uh, according to everybody, it's a new year for some of us like me. Have been studying a little bit in the Bible here and there. You know, for us, it's actually in the spring. So, happy new spring year! When spring actually comes, that's going to be the appropriate time to mention that the New Year's is actually in the spring and not in January while well, it's still winter because. Like one person mentioned, mostly the watching reports stated that the harvest months are between summer and fall anyways. So it makes perfect sense for winter to be like the ending, but not exactly the beginning and the end of the year in the middle. Because that's basically what this is, it's like smack dab. And then also this is basically part of paganistic type of ritualistic crap that really goes against, you know, are people of color, you know, because they're on their little European, uh, Western Russian type of like Gregorian calendar, so to speak. And that's kind of why I don't really partake this anymore. I used to, but I don't anymore because it's heathenistic in nature anyways. And I'm trying my best not to, you know, go with the heathen perspective of stuff. So to be honest, I'm just not into the holidays anymore because they're fake. And also, I grew up and I'm an adult now, and I don't think it's necessary anyways because it's just all market of crap. And it's for people who just want to make money off of, like, singles who are going to become a couple and already a couple. And children mainly and families. And those are the targeted people anyways, couples, children, and family. Not necessarily like friends who are just single and not really wanting to mingle or anything else, but just have a friend or idiots on cuffing season. <clears throat> and now bench season, apparently, because of what COVID-19 did to the dating scene. And ooh, you know, I read that crap and I hated it. I would not even want to bench anyone. I don't even want to cuff no one. If you're not for me, I'm not for you. End of story. I'm not interested in all the freaking crap that just goes about and everything else. I, I'm just not into that, you know? I really don't think it's fair. And I think it's annoying to celebrate a holiday season where some people who, you know, might have lost loved ones during these wintry, turbulent COVID times or in past years because of influenza or the fact they don't even have family to celebrate with anyways and... Because this is just a marketing, you know, you know, conglomerate thing for, like, mainly just three primary groups of people. Cuffers, couples who are already a couple, um, families mainly, and mostly children. Because that's who you're going to end up buying stuff for anyways, is kids. It's really not for, like, single, you know, people like me. Like, and it's like I told, um, one influencer... It's not like there's a thing called friendmas. I mean, they have a friends giving, but not a fucking friendmas. So that was a big miss opportunity right there. And, and you see, it would have been the best opportunity to have a friend Christmas, because then you're bringing single people with no wild expectations. Just be yourself. No sexual lusting. No dating. No cuffing. No benching or whatever they're calling it now. And nothing, just friends, just like they were doing on Friendsgiving, but just on a Christmas version of that. But no, you see, no friendmas. But I wish that was a concept because that would have been cooler. Then I might actually be interested in holidays again, but I'm not.
And since I noticed that for years now, I'm just like, I'm not missing nothing. <laughs> and the friends miss doesn't happen. Oh well, that's not my problem. They know what they've done, and they didn't want to do it any better. And they miss an opportunity because it's their own faults. I mean, look, some of us who are at home right now during these wintry times, and there's also, you know, when you think about it, during these wintry seasons, early springs and late falls, what about the homeless people, you know? You know, for all the year, they're all out in the cold sometimes, you know, if they get lucky, go to warming centers, and that's pretty much their Christmas gift. And if they get something, it's probably a hand-me-down or, like, a, uh, I guess, toiletries. Maybe some freaking underwear packs or sock packs. Not much new stuff. Maybe more uh, renewed, reusable, and, I guess you could say, gently used items from donated people. And shit, and you don't see them having that unless they have, unless they're like families of homeless, then that might be a different story. But you know what I mean, I'm saying, it's just, you know, and that's what I'm saying, that's why I don't like these holidays, because people could be so fake as fuck. Never liked them, and never will now. And I'm just happy that I grew out of it, because I feel like it's a child's holiday anyway. It's not really for us grown-ups who are really, you know, unless we're into that crap, and we like have a family and shit. Or we're, like, in a relationship with someone. But for reals, I, I just feel like, what about, like, you don't want no one, but you want to be with your friends. and But you can't because that's all you have is actually friends. And they're like your family. And that's better. But no, no, they don't have that. So that's why, nope, it's a pass for me. But what I've been doing, though, you know, I've been, like, working on some winter seasonal greeting cards. So far, I was able to mail one today. Yes, to the same influencer guy. I was talk I'm talking about, and hopefully he's not down in the dumps, and he doesn't bitch about anymore how sad his life has been during these holiday season or something. I'm not saying there's anything wrong being sad or anything. It's not like it's pathetic or anything. It's just like, dude, relax. It's okay that, you know, you're not with someone right now. I mean, last year you were with this one chick, and you look like you were fine, and then you guys broke up for some reason, and now you've been single for a while, and I don't know if this is what this is. Is this what you're down the dunce for because of cuffing season? Or because of benching season? I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> for some reason, statistically, it seems like men have an issue of being single, because they're like, Jesus, sad about it. I'm like, dude, I haven't dated anybody in years. And I don't even feel sad. You know what I realized when I was living with my family? You know, like six to five years ago when I stayed with them for like seven and a half months. You know what I realized? It really wasn't about me being lonely and not having a boyfriend or girlfriend. It was just me not having my family. And I'm like, if I just stick with my family, then that's all I really need. I don't need, you know, have a partner to make me feel whole. And also, if I'm still dealing with these ongoing emotional crap, then I just talk with God about, you know, what I need to do and resolve it and pray about this stuff and help him, and I help me, not him, but help me by asking God, which is him, ask him to help me overcome lonesomeness if that's really an issue here. Because if, you know, commercials, friends, and family members make it seem like dating is so appealing, and I'm not even mentally ready for that, you know, I don't think I would want it.
If it's because of loneliness, then I don't want to date nobody. I need to resolve that. And that's why I said, you know, to myself, you know what? It's okay if I'm abstinent. It's okay if I don't date. It's okay if I'm celibate. It's okay because I'm not missing nothing. And then with the COVID-19 happening since the beginning of, I guess now two years ago. It'll be like two years ago and three months this year, pretty much. So basically in late February of 2020, till now, COVID-19 made me realize it's about survival now. It's not really about finding someone to be in love with and to date. No, it's really about we're going to have to just stick to our guns, figure things out, and try to see if we can survive this pandemic without dying. Unfortunately, the idiots that don't want to get vaccinated, okay, fine, don't get vaccinated, but don't go nearing. Because I don't want to date or have sex with no one until everything is safe, okay? I don't want to bring even a child into a world like this. That's just disrespectful, okay? I'm just telling you, peeps, you know? Even though it is 2020 for some of us, for me it's still winter season. It's not a new year, prospectively, because I'm trying to read things, you know, have it more aligned to what the Bible kind of is about, you know? Just a bit. And just, you know, stick with that. Because what was wrong, you know? And like I said, even if it wasn't the Bible still, I just don't think I need to celebrate any holidays. Because what's the point? It's just, it's not really, I'm the target audience. I'm not even the target audience any anymore or ever was. And also, this is white people holiday stuff anyways. So, it's really nothing for a person of color like me to be messing with anyways. Since part of the holidays... Ended up sacrificing my people. Ended up selling another right after, like, a thankful day. The hell was that? And then only to have, you know, saying that God's birthday was in the winter month. And then and then the New Year's celebrating a new chat. It's just stupid. I just don't really like it. I'm just like, you know... I just feel like it's just not for me. Because it's like I said, it's just it, it just it ain't. And I'm just going to stick with what I just know and just do my best. And also I've been watching all these Bible sermons. Really good. It's been keeping me grounded, to be honest. And also I've been, you know, being very creative, drawing a lot. And I'm still not done sending two more greeting, wintry, uh, uh, seasonal cards. One for my older sister up in Washington. If Liz could send it to her, possibly. And if she's able to send it to her on my behalf, that'd be sweet. And then, and then, you know, she just gets her, well, I can't really say if anything is really wrong with her marriage currently, but seems like she's been having some tough issues when it regards to love and and i would think because this is you know the so-called holidays i would think and especially during covid time i would also think this too this would bring them closer together you know and for some reason liz is starting to have some you know withdrawal issues right now with her husband primarily because i think what she was giving me the impression was he's an immature man but yet, 
he was enjoying some of the incentives that he was getting from my mom, helping them for the periodic times that she was getting for, you know, the absent moments and gaps of not having work. Because you don't know those peeps. She's been having on and off frequent, you know, temporary moments of not having work just because the pandemic exacerbated stuff and then it caused her to have, you know, just gaps in between her financial situation, which, you know, pivoted her and compelled her to come after my mom for assistance, which my mom was kind to oblige, you know, and bailed her out a couple times and then now supposedly Liz is telling me and she says she's she assumes and believes that her husband might be having a false impression of my mother because the incentives of getting these one-time payments for rent he thinks it might be like one of those things sort of like what has America right now been thinking themselves some of them think these stimulus should be a reoccurring stipend, which is, like I said in my previous podcast, it should not. And it wasn't meant for that. And by the way, stipends are different from stimulus because the word stimulus means just like a one-time boost anyways. It wasn't frequent. And I said this already in my podcast. It wasn't going to happen frequently. It was just those initial times that were basically, you know, immediate and necessary. But now it's not that. Now it's just people's refusal and attitude about working because of worker fatigue, worker burnout, and this misconception and misbelief that there's some better employment opportunity elsewhere and also experience too. And that's the problem. And some of them even think that at the same time they want to incentivize this idea of getting a stimulus as a stipend that's reoccurring. If not that, the other misguided idiot belief, now some of them got the idea and sort of like tickled pink about the idea of working on their terms like on delivery services and basically closer to home if not at home itself and not at the office and forgetting why there was the reason why we ended up going in in the first place was because of the fact of what the virus had done to our lives and and I also said this to my mom I feel that all this crap with coronavirus and stuff, it threw people, like I said this to my mom last year, and that was like basically a few days ago this past week, but, you know, today's Sunday now, yesterday was Saturday, and that was the first day of the year, and blah, 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 whatever. Anyways, um, I did tell this to her, and I said this this past week, you know, I think people believe this misconception that because coronavirus basically threw people off their schedules. It's sort of like the kids here at home, like my sister and my brothers, they got used to going to school so much, they had a schedule, but then coronavirus came, it threw them off their schedule. And just like that, people, I don't want to say this to be awkward or mean, but they're creatures of habit. When COVID-19 hit, it took people off their original course which they normally correspond and it made them just be like oh well if it's going to be like this well I want it this way now I'm now I'm trying to you know take advantage of the situation that I would have normally not ever done at any other time and then on top of that you're seeing all these same assholes who are, who are expecting this la la land perception of a better green pasture situation now they're expecting that at the same time inundating airports 
with themselves expecting to be on vacation like if it was normal. How can you want that? And then go into that direction and expect an unreasonable expectation. And yes, it's true. Some employers do not deserve any of you because of how poor they were with you probably previously. But you're still not going to find a better opportunity elsewhere. It's because people who are hired in these places were hired for the job in the first place. And it's because of their poor attitude. That's what your misconceptions of poor judgment is causing you to think, oh, it's better somewhere. No, it's because you guys don't get along. You guys are immature, probably. Or they're immature as, you know, people who are managing the situation or being a boss or something. And they're abusing their power. But still, you know, there's not enough you know people trying to say hey you know i don't really like this kind of work environment i want to work with you we need to have meetings to have better personalities and you see if you haven't tried to do some type of like you know worker employer prevention type of meeting where you could basically sit down and say hey i don't like your attitude here your attitude sucks what can i do so you and i don't have so many head-to-head battles during work and if it's not that, can I change my schedule so I don't see you, but I can still work here and still have my peace and sanity? You know, it's because they're not having enough conversations like that. This is why people are thinking, oh, well, I have to bail and jump ship because, oh, well, it doesn't work out for me. And I'm not saying Liz's husband is thinking the same way or having worker fatigue or, you know, employee burnout. I don't know. This is why he's wanting to not go to work and maybe quit his job i don't know that's sad if he does because that's going to be silly but for reals peeps i'm saying this to you guys and this is the truth it's just the COVID 19 what it did to people it just threw people off their rockers it really just threw them off course and now they're just having these weird ideas and now they're trying to take advantage of a of an illness that no one can seem to control and at the same time these people think they found their voice which they really didn't find their voice they just really showed their ignorance and just spread lies and this is why all this you know misinformation was swirling about i mean if you look at it this way why is it we're having so much of it and inundated with so much infrequent frequency of non-sensible wording and people just being okay with that and still the medical industry is still dibble dabbing and you know double dipping or just you know going in and out on their mandates i'm just like okay so you don't want to do your jobs just because these losers are you know stuck fart freaks who are just pent up because they didn't want to be told what to do and try to do the right thing and or want to go back because of this i it doesn't mean you have to make things worse and confuse everybody just say what you're going to say, and that's it. Because, you know, all this hot and cold responses is, is why all this, you know, pent-up anger and swirlingness, uh, misinformation keeps going about. And this is why we have a pandemic that's never going to end because of just irresponsibility at the top. And then at the point, people in general, especially in this country, are so impatient as fuck. And this is why I noticed that myself. As a fellow American, you know, Mexican-American to be precise, what we would be called 
by our peers from the Mexican country as a whole. Chicanos, Chicanas, whatever. I don't know. But that's what we call. And anyways, like I said, as a fellow Chicana, I tell you myself, it's stupid seeing all this dribble-drabble and all this dumb stuff over the fact that some people just don't want to compromise because of something that just disrupted their lives. You know, you get to go back to your jobs as long as you try, you know, something and, and, and I guess you could say, you know, put faith in it, even though it's not exactly ideally and appealing, but you know, I was on a whim when I did my vaccine and guess what? I turned out fine. Sadly, I didn't go for a booster this year. And also, after hearing conflicting reports of, I guess everyone keeps making fun of Omarion now, poor guy, Omicron, the latest uh, mutation, like my mom stated to me, she says she had a feeling it might not be as strong as the previous, but it's just going to be looming around. And so I could say to her, yes, it's true, it was looming. It had been looming for a while. It's just... I guess you could say it loomed enough to say it has significance, but it's still inundated hospitals anyways when people still didn't do their due diligence. And somehow, suspiciously, all stores, including on-site, you know, COVID-19 swab tests, I can't believe to say this, were suspiciously and not surprisingly out of stock. Don't have the eager to get a shot in your body but you don't have no problem waiting for hours even the fucking cold even for the holidays just to get swabbed just because you don't want to be told what to do and just cuz you think there's something up with something that doesn't make any sense but yet you'll still eat the same fast food process you'll still use the same soaps Lotions as I do, processed. I don't question those. Hmm. And yet you want to be all au natural and basically be like, oh, well, if you don't do this, you know, you know, you're just a sheep. It's like, no, you're not a sheep. It's called common sense. Get your fucking ass heads out of your asses. Okay? You're not a sheep if you take the vaccine. You're an idiot if you deny yourself an opportunity to survive. Swear to God, I just feel like sometimes it's almost like I wish no one really knew that there was a virus coming out. Because look at the way things went. People didn't take responsibility about the information. And then other people just don't care because conflicting back and forth ping-ponging conversations amongst higher officials on live television telling us, oh, well, it's not too bad. Or no, it's definitely bad. Or, oh, I don't know. Just things like that. And then this disruption is, is really causing people to just, you know, like my brother-in-law. If he's going to still be my brother-in-law. Because it's just causing them to just think, well, what's the point? No, there is a point. You got bills. Bills are due. You got to stick to your guns on this one. The job's. You know, may not pay themselves, but you get a learning experience. You get to say, I did something, and I contributed somewhere. 
and not be like, oh, well, I can't be here because I'm not too incentivized enough. And I don't know. If I was in Liz's position, I would be doing this right now, too. I would be driving, doing deliveries. I'd also, you know, be working at a part-time job somewhere and be happy with it. Even though, in my case, since I live with my mom, I'm advised not to do that because of the fact David, my little brother, is still not vaccinated. And until he is, you know, with the COVID vaccine, I would rather wait and see and then still proceed going to a job. But, of course, I can't get everything I want. So, and I don't have a car and I don't know how to drive one. So that's pretty much not going to happen. And then the buses in this current town I live in still greatly reduced. So that backfired. And so that's what I don't like about the situation. But otherwise, it people with cars really shouldn't be acting like they deserve like the universe at their feet. You know, it's okay if the job you had didn't pay you enough, you know, and I, and the reason why I say it's okay if they don't pay you enough, you know, because, and I say it's okay because it's not because I sympathize with those employers. I really don't. I don't really give a flying fuck about them, to be honest, but you know, it's the competitiveness in work shouldn't make you want to, you know, jump shit every time you don't get your way. It's like, you know, you want to work at these jobs not only for the experience, but because the fact that you're making money. And, you know, especially if you're already first-time parents, what kind of example would you be giving your child if you didn't, you know, put your ass out there and put, you know, your weight out there and say, you know what? It's a pride and vanity thing at this point. I really shouldn't be asking a lot. I should just be asking to have an opportunity and at least try. But, of course, I do sympathize with those who have the employers that are sickly and gross negligence and attitude that takes advantage of people in desperate times of need and sensitive, you know, situations where they're not really understanding where you're coming from because they don't. I mean, that's not really their problem. And I understand why they don't care. I mean, I understand now, but not before then, which I wish previously I had employers that would sympathize with me. But, you know, you run into random people every day. And they're just like you. They they just work there. Some of them just hire a position than you are. And they don't know what the day is going to be. But that doesn't mean they're warranted murder or killing or expected to be giving you a higher appraisal and giving you uh, a money. No, the thing is with raises, it's best to work your way so you can earn that raise within a year then expect it right at the jump and just expect that right at the f installment of your like initial interview before you even got the job i mean it's good to ask though what did they offer in competitive pay so there's nothing wrong with trying to see what you could see yourself working in and then it also gives them an idea of what kind of person you might be if that's really the kind of person they actually want <coughs> But I still feel like, you know, jobs are not going to be forced because, like I said, it has to be in law. And 
the since the minimum wage in certain states go by state, like here in California, it's probably ten dollars by now, eleven for the minimum wage jobs. Until there's more reform and willingness, you know, all you're gonna see is just people saying, "No, I can't do it." Some um, small mom and pop shoppers, you know, those people I don't really like and care for, and hardly try to contribute money to. You know, I don't really think it has anything to do with consumerism being thwarted because of raising prices. Because most of the time, I go to these mom and pop shops. And let's, let me tell you something, peeps, and you you you'll understand what I'm saying. It doesn't matter what price they put. Their stuff is just basically all sales final kind of prices. In fact, I, I shopped one time, I don't know if the store is still in town here, a place called Cork World or something, and I bought a $40 wallet that was a Hello Kitty wallet, and it was a pink one, and I loved it so much. I don't know what happened to that shit, but that thing, I might have lost, or it's like still back in Mexico in my old, like, dilapidated room somewhere, but I just know for a fact that there was no way in hell, and I say this, no way in hell those people were going to change their prices because their prices are like an all-sales final kind of thing. It's like a standard pay. And I even went to another shop like three years ago, I think, and my neck was broke as a result because the strings were poor and damaged. But I tried to fix them myself, and it was a bead necklace. Okay, and I still have it to this day, but it's no longer a necklace anymore. It's just now a cute little keychain I Decided to add more jewels from my previous broken jewelry and made like a a bead person keychain that looks like a person now. I know it's weird, but that's what I did. And when I initially bought that, it cost me like, what, $30? So I don't know what's this BS with, oh, they, they're worried about raising prices and giving to their consumers and driving them away. No. They already bitched about already not having a Walmart in this town I live in because of fear of competitors taking away their business. But then they were okay with the Target. But it took a decade for Target to finally put roots in this shitty town. And still, the, the prices to me, I don't think it had anything to do with that. It's just they like to make the politics. They just like to run things a certain way. They're not really incentivizing anything, and they're not even employing most of the local people in the area anyways. For them to say, oh, well, we're going to raise prices, and that's why I can't raise the minimum wage for some dumb reason. But it's these things like this, people. I'm saying we should make this year, if it you want to call it the new year, okay, we'll, we'll go with that. And just say, hey, you know what? Let's try again. Let's start over. Let's work on trying to be more honest and truthful about what type of work environment we really have, what type of money we're going to be letting people earn. And, you know, instead of people having wild imagination and dreams about getting crazy incentives that's not going to ever happen, how about let's be realistic and uh, put the money where our mouth is and really work towards, you know... The betterment of those who are wanting, and I say wanting, to have an opportunity at a job where they can't say, oh, I'm going to quit because this is BS and I don't like this job because it's shit. And so that's the impression I get 
maybe from Liz's husband. Hopefully they're still together. Because like I said, peeps, it sounds like my mom is doing the worst thing right now, as a mother should never do. And she's trying to encourage her own daughter to break up with him just because they're having a financial dispute. Is what I get. And I'm thinking, no, that's dumb. I did tell this to my sister finally today. This is what I said to my sister Liz. How about, Liz, if instead of breaking up with him, divorcing him entirely, how about just take time off from like maybe two weeks, a week at this place here in town with us at home with Amber and stuff? And just, you know, if that's what you need because the relationship is getting weird and you're at each other's throats, maybe time off from each other should be encouraged. But don't do something in haste and and rash and just and you're gonna regret it later i even told this to my mom and i was joking when i said this but this is what i'm saying so basically if i fart right now that's a good idea for liz's husband to divorce liz so if alexa yells and screams so that's liz's excuse to divorce her husband you see it's stupid stuff like that so you being fat mom that's deserving of a divorcement for some dumb reason you see and that's why i said to my mom no it's not right you know, we have to encourage them to be together as much as they can. But we also have to encourage them time apart if it's necessary. So if we're going to encourage them, I said this to her, I said, we have to be understanding. Yes, it's true, you don't want Liz to suffer, but I don't really think it's really Liz suffering. It's just, you know, you've gotten now the taste of being single for a while, and I think you're just trying to have her join in her weird parade of singlehood. That's not for Liz, Unless really Liz needed that. But not everyone should be doing the same song and dance. If people are going to marry, they're going to marry. If they're not going to marry, they're not going to marry. But you're not going to be the problem or the person responsible for that. Okay? In her relationship with her ex, that was because he's a cheater. He never liked her anyways and just never cared about her. And also, you know, abused and try to like thwart the child support system anyways and it didn't work and in the end he's still paying it with his retirement so yeah i don't know what's up with my mom it could be some type of mild jealousy it could be she's just hating on liz having a happy husband because you know it's a god institution if a couple is married because that's an ordained couple okay that's why people need to stop fucking around stop trying to sleep with everything they see that has a hole or a wiener that sticks out. Because you really take this relationship serious. Because if people keep saying things like soul ties. Okay. Well the churches are now saying this. And it must be true. And if science already is finding evidence. And I mean concerning us women. And the receiving end of things. Hell no. You gotta take this stuff serious. It, there's no point sleeping around. If that's just gonna be the end game anyways. It's just disgusting. I would just prefer people. To stay strong, affirm yourselves, remind yourselves that if you're not ready for something, don't jump into it. Now, in Liz's case, since she didn't tell us she met this guy, she didn't tell us she was going to marry him. This is kind of why I'm having a hard time understanding what's the real issue here. Because she kind of kept herself tight-lipped about why she didn't want us to know for some weird reason. And the time when she finally got married to him that's when we found out she already was with someone and i still called him boyfriend 
at the initial time when this happened, she said, don't call him boyfriend, he's my husband. I'm like, uh, no, we don't know who the hell he was, and you just met a guy, and you fucking married. And I can't really call him anything else. And then now, a year into her relationship with him, married-wise, I'm saying, that's when I started calling him her husband. But still, I don't think that's the truth because I feel like I was still thinking of the status quo. He's still a boyfriend. But Liz claims, and she even had a paper. I don't know if it was an actual real marriage certificate, but that's what the paper looks like according to her. So, in the photo, and I saw that, and I'm like, okay. And, you know, and now she's reconsidering this marriage. Oh, my God. I'm just telling you, peeps, this is kind of sad. You know, and, and I feel like this is COVID-19 doing this. Um, and the fact that um, on and off work issues Liz had is causing her to feel like she needs to separate, which is stupid. And like, I still stay. I'm going to still stand with this. I still feel just because your husband having issues doesn't warrant a divorce. Maybe it warrants time off from each other so you can resuscitate rethink you know give yourself a chance to just be like you know what maybe I just need some leg room and maybe that's what Liz really needs is leg room from the guy just not a breakup or a permanent separation like a mild temporary one just just because and because my mom assumes it's the dumb part people she thinks he has trust issues and I'm just going to say this. If that's the case, well, I'm just going to say this to him. You trusted my sister enough to marry her, so I don't think you had a trust issue. Is it a control issue that you might be needing to discuss with the rest of us? And maybe we can discuss in terms why you feel you need to control someone you just married out of the same trust that you're having an issue with. Because... This is how I see it, peeps. You marry someone, you're telling me you trust them. You marry someone, you're telling me that's why, because you love them. So if you're having trust issues, do you really love that person then? And that's the question I have for her husband, really. If I ever get the chance to tell him, I'm going to say this to him. If you're having trust issues, ask yourself, why did you marry Liz? And I'm going to say this. That's your answer right there. You shouldn't have trust issues. You should trust her enough even if she's going on a date with her own mom. Which she was, according to my mother, she claims is that she had an incident with Liz. Which prompted some kind of weird, bizarre reaction and response on his part for putting a photo of herself with my mom at the present moment of time. And I don't know if he had trust issues before, if his family did this, if his previous ex-girlfriend did something to him and caused him to get all weird and stuff. That's the kind of stuff he needs to pray to God for, to, to rebuke those type of petty thoughts and stop trying to create this mellow drama for a relationship that wasn't warranting this idiot response, you know. But you could just work on trying harder 
on recoupling yourselves, maybe with some time apart, and then with that breather, you can come back. But no need to divorce and no need to separate on a permanent level. It's stupid. But he needs to ask himself, if I didn't trust her then, why am I married to her now? So that's the kind of questions I would ask myself. If I married someone I had trust issues, then it's a me problem. It's not a them problem. It's a my problem. And he needs to grow up if that's the case. Because that's stupid as shit. Because you don't need to be holding yourself back, others back, because you're insecure or something. Gotta remove those insecurities. This is the kind of shit you gotta pray to God for and hope for salvation for your poor soul. Especially if my mom assumes and believes part of it is is because of the fact that his um diabetes would probably make him and she perceived as immaculate so he feels emasculated because of his sickness is a hindrance of some sort look at tons of people have sicknesses every day i don't think it makes someone less manly or less womanly if it holds them back it just means well you got an issue we all do. You have an oncoming issue because it was probably in the family. And I get that. And I understand why Liz doesn't want to have kids right now. I just would have said not because of his diabetes. It's because of coronavirus is why I don't want to have kids. But not because of his diabetes. I don't think it's hereditary. Because, you know, if it's hereditary, I should also have diabetes too. Because supposedly my Aunt Gloria has diabetes according to my mother. But not everyone else in the family. So I know it's not hereditary. It's just some people in some intervals, you know, they don't take care of their health. And they have this dumb, unfortunate response. And then they become a victim to this kind of plague. Because maybe they were a sweet tooth or they didn't have enough proper nutrition and diet. Which caused them or it's an environmental factor. I don't know. But it's like... That's no excuse to feel less of a man or woman in any way because of your partner, you know, in any ways. Making you question the severity of the situation. I just feel like that's not possible. And certainly not possible with somebody who is thinking and pondering the idea of that, you know, my relationship might be compromised because my wife or husband thinks my health is you know, blocking us from having a successful marriage. No, this is what's really going on. Him not wanting to have the willfulness to work and questioning if you should stay on the job, that's what's killing your marriage. You expecting kids with this woman, which is my sister I'm talking about, and yet she still says no, especially because it's coronavirus. And come on, man, what the fuck, you know? Don't have anything crazy happen during this type of time. He's not going to die because coronavirus is, you know, as prevalent as it is. He's going to die because his health is already compromised because of something he can't control. Okay? Which is sad already, and I feel bad for him. But, you know, coronavirus, unfortunately, we live in a world, if not a nation full of idiots, who are not trying their hardest to you know, do away with a stigmatization of a vaccine shot. They're not doing enough for it, but, you know, when push comes to shove, I'm just saying. I'm glad at least Liz did one thing. She got vaccinated at least, 
and to at least to show her respect to her husband besides her future employers she made the best decision which i'm proud that she did that i'm just saddened it had to be because of a job and not really because of the loved one aspect and i feel like no if i have my loved ones yes i'm going to take a vaccine even if i didn't have loved ones i just feel like there's no way you can ignore something that other people don't have access to and you know what some people worldwide this is why omicron is here is because like i told you because they didn't want to give poor countries like africa mostly in south africa where this virus actually originated from the strain mostly i'm talking about of omicron not omarions and don't roast that guy stop that um that's why we have this variant. If we had given these people free vaccines with no incentives of getting something from them back, I think we would be out of this by now. And I don't think I would have to need a third or even fourth booster. I would just be okay. But because of these uncooperated people, and then my country not cooperating and being kind to poor countries like South Africa, this is why we have Omicron. Just like that one TikToker in mention was because they were declining and not doing the right thing to give them a chance to have this vaccine overthrown in Africa. But instead, they're letting these people figure it out and suffer in the process. While they're doing that, Denying them an opportunity to have the vaccine free of charge. And that was the whole point. I thought, oh, isn't it the whole point of the vaccine? Was if we all stand together, we all can tear, take this down forever? What the hell, man? Anyways, peace. Like I said, man, I'd tell you more, but it's going to be a very long podcast and I don't want to talk too much more. But, you know, I just had to say what I said for this so-called beginning of the year. And it's just updates what's been happening so far in my life and stuff and concerns and me still being disappointed with humanity again, of course. Nothing new, nothing nothing we're going to be able to get over, but it is what it is, peeps. I'm telling you, peeps, it's just not exactly a walk in the park, but, you know, when push comes to shove, something has to give because now they're making the vaccines the pill, so eventually it's People, it's not have to like be something that they have to not convince them. They're gonna have to find convenience in that. I mean, if it really was all along a fear of shots and not to be told what to do, oh my god, that's gonna be the most embarrassing thing to realize and something to be very happy to laugh about at the same time. But anyways, peeps, thanks for listening. And this is Rosie says, and hopefully I'll see you on the next podcast for twenty. 22 which is now this year and this is what what a surprise alex's birthday so happy birthday alex hopefully your birthday is doing good hate to like throw you under the bus today even though we were basically talking about you in this podcast so sorry man but i do have respect for you i'm just kind of disappointed where the situation is going with you and Liz. I just hope everything works out. And my God, thanks everyone for listening. So 
I'm going to talk to you guys on the next podcast, okay? So, see you then. Bye, peeps.